Hey there, hi there, ho there. Once again, I am JJ, and welcome to Disney Compendium Volume 22. It's a chronological look at the Walt Disney Animation Studios Library of Film. Uh, as I already said, I'm JJ, and over there is my uh, wonderful, wonderful co-host, uh, who's only ditched me one time through this entire process, Nick. Nick, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, JJ. I'm excited to talk about the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the many just, adventures. Just little bite-sized adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mini, Winnie the Pooh's Mega Micro Games. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. John Mashita uh, just narrates the whole thing. Yeah, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That is the... Uh, movie we're talking about this week in 1977. You're the Star Wars. <laughs> uh, and and also Winnie the Pooh. Um, but not really, and we'll get into that uh, <laughs> in a little bit. Well, I mean, also, Smokey the Bandit, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you will not... You will not scoff at Smokey the Bandit. I will scoff at Smokey the Bandit. No, sir. Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh. Who would you rather have? Would you rather hang out with Enos or... Uh, uh, no, Boss Hog? Uh, no, no, no. no, 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 no. I know, I know. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to rattle down all of these like TV characters listen, listen. and then get, and then get to, and then eventually get to Rabbit, but you cut me off, but... <laughs> Boss Hog was Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard, I know, and so was uh... Enos. Actually, Enos was the truck driver. No, he was a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, but like nobody cared. Like you, you want to hang out with you want to hang out with uh, the bandit, or do you want to hang out with uh, 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 Tigger? Come on, it's. I it's, mean, it's, it's... this pro- probably the bandit, honestly. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> I mean, like, or, this, Luke, this, or, or Luke Skywalker. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. I mean, just. No, I, mean, I wouldn't want. I mean, of all the Star Wars characters to hang out with, and I think Luke Skywalker is the one that we want to hang out with. If, if Tigger had a sweet looking, like, Pontiac Firebird, <laughs> then maybe. So, so, what you're saying is, is that the bandit is only interesting because he has a cool car. Yes, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's all I hear is that there's nothing interesting about him I, other than his car. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> As he's trying to get what what it was like was it Coors? <laughs> like it was Coors. Coors. Yes, it's, they're yeah. they're running Coors. They're running Coors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the heffalumps and whistles were chasing him across the Texarkana state line. <laughs> now we're talking. Now yeah. We're talking. You thought that Robin Hood uh, deep dive was crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, let's, I, I gotta look up something real quick. Wait till you get to smoke, Smokey and the Piglet. Okay, I just needed to make sure that it wasn't, uh, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's universal. I have to make sure it's universal, because if it's Fox, we've got, we've got something. Here. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, it is universal. I, was, I assumed yeah. it wasn't. May twenty seventh, nineteen seventy seven. Smoking the bandit. Well, what if what if like they just like ABCs or Disney's just like, hey, um, we already gave you Al Michaels, so now here's <laughs> here's Dan Patrick, and it's just give us Smoking the Bandit. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> but you only get like a character, but you also, but it's it's not a 
It's not Burt Reynolds. You get it's not Burt Reynolds. You, you get Cletus or something. Like you can't. You get Jerry Reed's character. I think it'd be fair enough, Trade. I, you'd have to go for the sheriff, but yeah. Well, yeah. Buford T. Justice. Buford T. Justice. <laughs> yep. Which is uh What can't? Well, now, now it's now it's the Smoking Bandit cast. Is is Buford T. When did Walking Tall come out? Is he named after? Uh, I, I, I think Walking Tall came out like right before this movie or Smoking yeah. Bandit because that was like that period where you had like Walking <laughs> Tall and like Billy Jack and those kind of yeah. like. So I'm just I'm just one, it was one of those like is he uh, is 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 he named after Buford Pusser? Is that the <laughs> I don't he justice? I don't know. <laughs> just like because that seems cruel, <laughs> like. Buford Pusser is, is doing this thing out there, and then you name this bumbling sheriff trying to bring down. Bring down. <laughs> I mean, it. It. Listen, I love honeymooners, but it's it's arguably Jackie Gleason's best role. <laughs> this is uh, boy. Have this is this is sets a world record for absolutely not talking about anything <laughs> remote. 1977 is the only connection between these two. But hey, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll do it live. <laughs> Throw but, my um, yeah, this came out in March of 1977, and it didn't come out by itself. No, it was a double bill. Um, it was uh, overall feature of uh, the Littlest Horse Thieves, which I bet. I would say that probably 95% of the people that would listen to this would have no idea about that. Um, don't even remember the movie. But, um, what it, it's, it's based off of... Uh, or it's like in Europe, it's Escape from the Dark or something. Okay. Um, but in America, the overall feature is The Little Source Thieves. And it's like a 1910 coal mine town in England. <laughs> so, I kind of I like Escape from the Dark better. Yeah, it's a it's a good name, especially considering it's a um, it's about a uh, coal mining. It's a good name. Like Littlest Horse Thieves makes it sound like it's a wacky Disney adventure, which I mean, it's like not. like Darby <laughs> like Darby O'Gill or Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, yeah, but it is it is not. It is about right. these kids trying to save these ponies that haul coal from slaughter, like. <laughs> I, I almost wanted to just call it Are You Escape from the Dark? Are you Escape from the Dark? Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know if that I don't know if Littlest Horse Thieves uh, it was never been like easily available. <laughs> like many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, what are the biggest franchises Disney has? Littlest Horse Thieves, you can get the DVD if you're if you're a Disney movie club member. <laughs> like that's the... Actually, uh it's like Google Play. Is it? What? Yes. Wow, look at that. For, fi- for, for $15. Do, do not. Do, no. Do not don't spend, do that. Don't spend $15 on this. It's like, it's even shorter than Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it's, Who, it's, I'm trying to think who's in the. Alistair Sim was the only person I recognize. Yeah. And, yeah. Al- Alistair Sim is. I love Alistair Sim. Is, uh, his, uh, oh, Geraldine McGuinn's in it. Okay, I know her. Yeah, Alistair Sims' uh, Scrooge is yeah. my my favorite adaption 
outside of the obvious of uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol <laughs> and Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, and, and of course, Alistair Sim like financed the Spider Slayer, so it was uh... <laughs> Smythe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. You no, know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever you say, sir. Yeah, sure. Sure, so yeah. back to Smokey in a minute. Um, uh, there were there were two sequels. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the third, third one. The third one didn't have the bandit. Uh, no, uh, 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 <laughs> he was a cameo. <laughs> no, no, it was called Smokey is the Bandit. There was a rough cut of that movie where Sheriff Justice imagines himself as the bandit. It's a terrible movie. It it's an awful cool. movie. It's like not even like that enjoyable, like kick back and just laugh at this movie. It's just like, ah, I just want to watch Smokey and the Bandit instead. I can just watch that again. <laughs> I mean, if you want to watch a terrible, like cross country, like let's watch Cannibal Run. Yeah, just watch Cannibal Run if you want yeah. one that's. You know. yeah, if, you're, if you're gonna watch a bad car movie, there are dozens that you could choose from. Burt Riddles has got a ton of them. Yeah, you could, you could just you could just kick back and watch uh, a gumball rally if you really need to. <laughs> now I kind of want a, a, a Wayne the Pooh like bootlegged movie. Yeah, just uh, a sequel to Christopher Robin where uh, Ewan McGregor is. <laughs> Who? We can't sneak honey across the, the Texarkana state line and back in 72 hours. Oh, it's it can be done, Christopher Robin. That's it. That's an insanely good uh, Sterling Holloway uh, impersonation. Like your best yet. <laughs> I guess we can actually start talking about the movie. Probably. Yeah, why not? I think so. Uh, so the history of this movie is... <coughs> Most of us know it as The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. However, that's not how it originally was released. It was originally three shorts that were released independently and mm-hmm. with, with different movies throughout history. So and they were just eventually they compiled them. They they fit, um, I said they filmed, but animated um, right. little little combining pieces to sort of fill the fill in the gaps of putting three movies into one and. Um, and then filmed a little fourth segment for the very end of the movie was the epilogue and released it as many eventually. So this is, you know, we talked about how the jungle book was like the last feature that Walt Disney had his hands on. Like technically that's true, but also technically it's not particularly true because this movie came out after all of that. And, you know, uh, (coughs) Winnie the Pooh and the, what's the, I always forget what their, what the actual titles are. I think the first one is the Winnie the Pooh and the honey tree. Yeah. Came out in February of 1966. And then um, Blustery Day. And then in 1966, Walt Disney was still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Blustery Day came out after his death, but he worked would have he worked on it. And then Winnie the Pooh and Tigger Two obviously came out, but you know, well after his death. Um, so, uh, quick question for you. Okay. Have you ever actually read the A.A. Milne book? I have not. Me either. And I know that this is just sort of Winnie the Pooh is just sort of. There's no reason for me to read them because I just I love these movies and I've seen them yeah. many times and I don't think I'm gonna like I, for for completionist sake probably should but also it sounds like tonally they're spot on. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, because yeah. like I'll you know when you go to like Barnes and Noble or wherever you see like oh they have like the classic poo toys. Yeah. And the class and and those are cute, but like that's not the poo I know. Like yeah, my poo is like this big yeah. yellow, yeah, rotund it, it, cherubic guy. Yeah, with a little red T-shirt. Like so, even yeah. like even the early poos, like it's the little red T-shirt is like almost just as iconic as it being just a little rotund yellowy gold bear. Yeah, but, you know. But uh, so yeah, I guess we could start with the first short, which is uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. Um, oh, we got to talk about the opening song though. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. the most, like, okay, so this is another Sherman Brothers joint. Yes. Uh, and, uh, again, them just knocking it out of the park. Um, like, all of the music you can, stands out. Like, every, anything that has lyrics stands out in this movie. Uh, I, I mean, okay, so you think of the Winnie the Pooh song. Oh, yeah. And you put, and you, okay, like, as far as, like, recognizable Disney songs. It's it's five. It's got to be in the top five. Well, I was thinking about it earlier because I was thinking, I can't, we're going to shove this in there. I think if you were to have, because let's be honest, Winnie the Pooh is is probably one of the singly most iconic characters that Disney has. Absolutely. Um, And also one of, I'm using the word exploited, but that doesn't necessarily mean necessarily negatively, but he's obviously one of the, the most exploited Disney characters. Like utilized. Yeah, the they utilize yeah, him yeah. for everything. I, like yeah. if you're like this is my the Mount Rushmore of Disney. Like you have four heads on a mountain. Obviously Walt is one of them because yep. he's just as iconic of a character Mickey. as anyone. Mickey, Winnie the Pooh, and I would say Tinkerbell, to be perfectly honest, because she became sort of an iconic um character overall like she's the face of the theme parks in some instances and like yeah. the tv the tv series she would greet them like you know flying around on screen with the pixie dust and stuff like i don't think that would be too far out of reach no. to think that would be your uh, disney mount rushmore for like iconography yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, i i mean so it's kind of a quick thing like when i went to uh i went to disneyland for grad night when i graduated from high school and they had these little graduation beanies you can get. One was Mickey and one was Pooh. Yeah. Those are your two choices. And the fact that yeah. Winnie the Pooh is like kind of seen by Disney themselves on the same level as Mickey. As Mickey, yeah. Lot. Yeah, well, I, yeah. He's he's easily number two yeah. in this thing. Like outside, sure. like you take Walt out of it because obviously Walt is like you got Walt and Mickey probably the same level, and then Pooh is right there. Um, if you want anything, you can get Pooh's face slapped on it in some way, or t- like any of the characters, like Pooh, Tigger. Like Tigger is just as every bit as big a pig as Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, like he's everywhere. Like <laughs> so, um, but you know we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. It's like let's get back to um, the actual movies themselves. So yeah, um, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree came out in 1966. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the um, feature it was the little short to play before the um disney movie the ugly dotson <laughs> uh, boy does it ring a bell yeah i mean look, it, it's it, it's uh <laughs> it's like it's basically marmaduke and i'm not joking uh did it, it have dean jones in it <laughs> <laughs> because almost all of them did you want to know yeah. absolutely he was the of course it did <laughs> Of course, Dean Jones was in it. It's, it's Dean Jones and Suzanne Plachette. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it features a, a Great Dane who thinks he's a Dotson. So again, it's it's Marmaduke. It's a big dog that thinks he's a little dog, and it's based off of a book. And um, yeah, it, it, you know, it was just it was exactly what you expect from mm-hmm. um, from from the era of Disney when they were putting out here. So hijinks ensued. Hijinks and Shane with Dean Jones, yeah. <laughs> which is which, like the entire live action sixties of Disney. <laughs> like, hey, Dean, Dean Jones, Dean Jones, Dean Jones. That darn cat, monkeys go home. Blackbeard's ghost, the love bug. He's just whatever. It's, it's the 60s. shaggy dog. Yeah, yeah, shaggy dog, million dollar duck. Um, I think even like uh, like yeah, all, obviously all the herd. Yeah, it's just. He was there. <laughs> he was, he was just him being perplexed by animals. Like, ah! yeah, him, yeah, him just being confused about the world around him at all times. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, Ugly Dotson, Marmaduke, early Marmaduke movie, <laughs> which is not, again, Marmaduke! Not yeah. Marmaduke! So, um, it, there's not much. The thing that's great about this movie is that, like, there's not much to talk about. It's 74 minutes long, you know, like, it's not that long. Like, the story of Winnie the Pooh and the honey tree is that Winnie the Pooh <coughs> wants honey and yeah. he's gonna get it. So it's him just trying to trying to get honey. You know, he uh he uh he he hears a bee and goes off and find the bees because he yeah. knows that where bees are there's honey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the thing I always remember from this obviously besides like the you know, disguising himself as a honeybee, is his little like daily affirmation in his mirror. Yeah. Or he's just like kind of talking to himself, like, yeah, yeah, oh, hungry. Oh, oh. Yeah, he he really is like the uh, Saturday Night Live, like, like I like you, <laughs> God I darn people like me. people like me. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, but yeah, he looks like he uh, he rolls around in a mud puddle to make himself look like a little. Little rain cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, or Mickey Mouse, uh, Winnie the Pooh donning blackface, essentially. <laughs> it's like, the, the Pooh, the bees aren't stupid. Yeah. Like, why? Like, and oh, they, and, it's and, not and a muddy bear, yeah. it's just yeah. a bee. <laughs> yeah. And I do like how he, his color slowly starts returning. Yeah. animation like when he's when he's on the ground he's muddy and completely black by the time he's going up he's just kind of brown and by the time he's up at the top of the tree it's like you can tell like he's just he's just a dirty version of his normal self it's just like <laughs> Pooh just rolls around the mud like he's trying to disguise himself on the predator <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like it doesn't work i mean <laughs> no because like uh the predator could see him yeah I'm yeah. here, kill me. Here yeah. But uh I do like the uh uh he sticks his hand in there to get the honey. Yeah. And it that scene always gave me anxiety when he pulls oh, his God. hand out covered in honey and bees. I'm yeah. Like, it, it gives it gives me anxiety. It's I very, feel like very that scene inspired the movie Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so he has, he doesn't look, so he just like is talking to this single bee as if there's only one bee in the hive. And he sticks his hand in there and he's like, he pulls it out and he yep. hides it behind his back. And then he just shoves his whole hand in his mouth, covered in honey and bee. 
<laughs> at it, and then starts Looney Tunesing out, spitting out the beat. <laughs> it's like the yeah, um, really, really playing uh, the role of the fact that he's a teddy bear because, like, you know, they're, they're rattling around in his empty head. Yeah, <laughs> like he's shooting them out of his ears and they're a, bouncing around in there and stuff. A bear of very little brain. Yes, <laughs> they, and they make sure you, they, and they say that to you several times to him they directly. Make, um, like this is who you're dealing with. Yeah, he's just a great A moron. It's okay. He's but he, he means he means well. So it's you know. JJ, I have a question for you. Uh oh. And this is and, and I just kind of want to know if it's just me or if you concur. Does Winnie the Pooh make Honey look better than it actually is? Because well, it, it looks like nacho I, cheese. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks and, and not like. It, yeah, the like movie theater ballpark nacho cheese. Yeah, like, like that. it's just that incandescent yellow color. Yeah. That well, and and I don't know if you've seen the live act, the Christopher Robin movie. That just of course. Um, it really hammers home in that how unhoney like Honey is in the cartoon because he's actually going like you know fist deep in his mouth with honey, and <coughs> he just covers with this. This clear yeah. substance, and you're just like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, the, that's... In the Christopher, <laughs> that's the Christopher Robin movie where he's like, yeah, eating the the, the toast and the honey on it. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh, oh no. It looks like he's <laughs> like he just got a really bad sinus infection. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't like this. That is a dirty, sticky, gross bear. Yeah. Never, honey never looks. The only time honey looks sticky is when Tigger first starts eating it. Yeah, it's movie. That's like it's the only time it ever sort of vaguely resembles honey, uh, right. but also, I mean, it's spelt with a U, so I don't know. I mean, it's not. Uh, oh, uh. <laughs> no, but yeah. So Pooh's up there with his little balloon too, which is uh, not good for him because obviously the balloon pops. Oh, no, it, doesn't pop. like... it doesn't get popped. It like gets untethered. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. He uh, like. He asked Christopher Robin for a balloon. He's like, what for? He's like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be a bee. Cool, here's your balloon. Yeah. Um, and then it just, like, uh, uh, t- him trying to get Christopher Robin to, like, uh, you know, oh, it looks like rain. Tut, tut. <laughs> it looks like rain. <laughs> that, uh, that bee that he, like, gets honey on and he, like, dive bombs into the mud and starts skipping around in the mud like this, yeah. this is upsetting that bee yeah. that, like that bee's up that bee's dead i mean it's not it gets back up rolls his fists up with an angry face as christopher robin is taunting him essentially that is an xb yeah <laughs> but when we were kids my sister and i uh whenever it rained my mom would go like tut tut looks like rain yeah. And so that thing is always kind of stuck in my head. Like yeah, little, t- t- it looks like it's like oh, so much of this. I still say TTFN. Yep. Like you know, there's so much of this. Uh, do like doing stretching or something. Mm-hmm. You're like up, down, oh, touch yeah, the ground. I, the ground. <laughs> I, I actually, when I was a kid, I had a, I think I must have been four or something like that. But like, in a box of Fruit Loops, a 45 with Winnie the Pooh exercise routine came out. <laughs> And I would have my mom put it on. I would do all these little calisthenics to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Winnie the Pooh. But, um, 
uh, <laughs> I do like uh, that uh, Winnie the Pooh uh, just realizes, like, you know, he admits defeat with these particular bees. <laughs> like, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. He's like, these are the wrong sorts of bees. Like, okay, Pooh. <laughs> just, just, just take the L, buddy. Just... <laughs> um, but then, then we are introduced to your favorite character, Nick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick's absolute favorite. Uh, he was saying nothing but nice G-rated things about <sighs> Rabbit off the air. Uh, yeah, Rabbit. <laughs> Listen, there's parts of me that wants to, like, you know, like, I, I see where Rabbit's coming from, like, ah, oh, this bear ate all my honey, now he's, you know, blocking a hole in my house. Okay, I get it. But the way he handles it's bad, and then there's other, and then later on in this cartoon, yeah, yeah, no, I we, just, get, mm, we, get the, we get the short number three, mm, like you know, rabbit is, um, uh, rabbit is anxiety in like a nutshell, you know, like it is just worried about everything. He hears Pooh there and tries to trick Pooh as convince him that he's not there. Yeah, but once Pooh's there. He gives Pooh all of his honey. Yeah. It's just like, whatever. Here you go. Just I feel like has my honey. I feel like Rabbit's on the next door app a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's he's being friendly, but he's going on next door and complaining about his uh Mr. Sanders. Uh, <laughs> I saw this donkey walking by today. I'm not sure he was doing. Uh, can, can, I just want to say um that Eeyore is my favorite character. <laughs> you know, I think he might be mine too, but perhaps for the wrong reasons. <laughs> just like, man, I feel you, Eeyore. Just like everything's constant. Like, well, thanks for noticing me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all. It's like, hey, you, you, you said hi to him. That made his, that made his afternoon. That's the nicest thing that's happened. Especially since he just destroyed his house. But <laughs> and, and then, of course, it helps that later on that Peter Cullen voiced Eeyore. Yeah. And, and so it's like, oh, two of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. And then uh, in uh, Christopher Robin, it's uh, Brad Garrett. and Which is a good choice. That's a very smart choice if you're going to be casting him in 2019. Especially so since it's, like uh, Brad Garrett was Big Dog. That was my first exposure to him. <laughs> in Two Super Dogs, he was Big yes. Dog. Yeah. Yes, he was. And yeah. what a, uh, much better casting of him as Eeyore than him as Krang in the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nickelodeon live action movie. <laughs> never seen it. Never will. Yeah, never will. Uh, but, but that's obviously up beside the point. Uh, yeah. Pooh eats way too much honey in this yeah. scene. Way too, way too much honey. Jars and jars of honey. I, I'm sick watching him eat all of this honey. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Of all the shorts in this film, Yes. This is the most iconic, right? This is the one that everybody remembers. I think, yeah, I think it's funny because I think, I think like everyone knows a blustery day simply from its title, right? More than the short itself, because that short is less about the blustery day and more of the repercussions of what happened on the blustery day. Right. But this one, like in terms of just scene for scene, is the most like. Yeah, it's the because fir- it's the first one and it's you know t- it's the longest one. 
Um, and uh, with the exception of, you know, and all the characters are there minus Tigger. Right. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, I, it's the one that you probably saw the most because it's the first one. And right. you're a very, very, very young child. And like, you have the attention span of the, you know, a gnat. Yeah. 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 It's very, very small dog. And so, you know, it's, so, you know, you you watch the first one, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go play Super Mario now. <laughs> but okay. this is where we, and we're talking off the air, where, like, this is where we first get introduced to Gopher, Gopher. and talking about, like, h- how fun a character he is. I love Gopher. So the, the fun thing about Gopher is um, he's not in the books, and he tells you that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely phenomenal. Like, See, this Disney stuff doesn't break the fourth wall a whole lot, occasionally, but by and large, no, because they, they all want to rep- represent, like, truth stories. They want you to right. feel like you're reading a story, and once you break the fourth wall, it doesn't, it's not telling a story anymore, and that Disney is trying to tell. So, And, and so, this one, Gopher specifically says that he is... Um, uh, from the book, and Pooh reaffirms it later. <laughs> See, I, whenever he says I'm not in the book, it, it always I always thought like he meant, oh, he's not in the phone book, so you can't look him up in the phone book. Yeah. Like, oh, you, and, and, and that's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the implication. Like, right. it's supposed to make you think that, but they really are just breaking the fourth wall. Because throughout the movie, they're breaking the fourth wall all the time, because they, they reference the fact that they're in a book Constantly. Yeah. Oh yes, like one part in particular. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gopher yells at Pooh for not saving his game before he turns it. Yeah, yeah off pops and... up out of there, and it's like you hit reset. And yeah. Look what happened. And then you're stuck there for four minutes while yep. you have to read text. Wait. Just get back. Berate you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Gopher. Gopher's wonderful uh, character in this. But his yeah, little, but, his his lisp is great. Yes. And I do like at one point Winnie the Pooh makes fun of his lisp and he's like, you should get that speech impediment looked at. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Pooh uh, gets stuck in Rabbit's door. He ate too many. He got incredibly fat and now he's stuck in the door. Uh, and by door, we mean hole in some dirt. Yeah. It's, a rabbit, it's a rabbit hole. So. Yeah. Literal rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> um. So Pooh's stuck there, and Rabbit is losing their mind. I don't know if Rabbit is Rabbit. Rabbit's a guy. It's a guy, right? Yeah. I used to think Rabbit was like a neurotic old woman. Yeah. yeah. But no, Rabbit's a he. Yeah. Just which... a neurotic, just a neurotic dude. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so just absolutely losing his mind. Uh, <laughs> trying to get everyone to help him out to get. Uh, poo out of there. Um, and then he tries to make the best of it, which makes it weird. Yeah, it gets super super weird because like he tries to, he sees Pooh's butt mm-hmm. in the mirror. <laughs> and he's <laughs> inspired. Well, first he just tries to get rid of the mirror. <laughs> which, like, that's, that's a bold move. Like, yeah. get rid of the mirror. So as long as I don't, as long as I don't turn my head slightly to the right or left, yeah. I'm good. I just look this direction. There's no bear ass there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but instead you get, uh, you get him pulling on the frame and the frame comes off. 
and then he gets inspired because he sees Pooh's butt uh, <laughs> through the frame and decides to just shove the frame through his butt. Yeah. <laughs> Framing his butt, just hanging out yeah. at the door. Uh, he, puts it th- he puts it in a bad way first, and so he rotates it to be portrait instead of landscape, which <laughs> made things better for him. Rookie mistake uh, there, Rabbit. Nobody wants to watch your Instagram videos. You're just going to hold it the wrong way. Uh, he puts a doily and some flowers on it. Have pot on his butt. And she's yeah. Like, like uh, so. I, like, okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know full well that that doily and pot aren't going to stay there. Like, <laughs> but you know, at this point, I don't care. Like, go ahead, rabbit. Break your belongings, you dope. <laughs> you stupid, per- stupid, stupid animal. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. But yeah, that's when you start. Everyone tries to figure stuff out. Yeah. Uh, like Owl makes his appearance, try yeah. to try to help, uh, and then Gopher shows. Up. I do like Gopher, where he's like, "Well, first, like, well, well, first things first, you gotta get rid of this bear." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that is the situation. And he's like, then he's like, "Yeah, dynamite." Yeah, it's like, it's like, well, how much will that be? What do you give me estimates? Yeah, like, well, how much was it charge? Oh, no, no charge, only cash. <laughs> like, what? what? Gopher? So, yeah, so, oh, Gopher was, orig- his original intention was to be Piglet. Okay. Uh, they were not, they weren't going to have Piglet, and they were going to use, <coughs> make, to make, um, basically to make it a little more, like, Americana-y, so they went with Gopher. But obviously that didn't last because and you get introduced to Piglet after yeah. this. But um, but again, these were released independently from one another, not as a full movie. But um, but yeah, yeah, he yeah he basically like yeah, it's weird. Like like he's mounted Pooh's like it's a like it's a well. Deer hold head. on, hold, okay, yeah. It's like be careful where you go yeah. there. Yeah, like it's a deer head in his house. I hate it. I hate it. It's uh, he just he just draws on Pooh's Pooh's ass. Yeah, let's just say it, he just draws a face on his butt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, like a Willy Willy. He draws. <laughs> I do like the um, I uh, uh, <laughs> he gets the flowers. They like Kanga and Rue give him the flowers as he's just yeah. drawing on him. The sneeze <laughs> ruins um, his drawing. JJ, uh, real quick. Okay. Uh, Clint Howard was a voice of uh, Rue. Rue. Okay. Yeah. Clint Howard, That's yeah. super weird, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, as I said, but remember, like, the Howards were child actors. So yeah. It's really adorable. It, it's, it's weird in, like, Knowing what we know now and what you know, Clint Howard turns into in the future. <laughs> like, the, the, the monster from Basket Case is what he turns into. Yeah, yes, or, or the uh, that Ice Cream Man movie. That <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, but he was like yeah. a child actor. So yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, the Howards were just child, cute child actors and. <laughs> As time was not kind to them visually, one of them was able to cash in and on his uh, on being a director, and the other one was able to cash in on his brother being a director. His brother being a director and looking terrifying, uh, yeah. <laughs> like 
you know, Clint Howard had his cameo in Solo because Ron obviously ended up taking over for yeah. that. No, don't need much makeup on Clint Howard. I'm sorry, yeah. Clint. I'm not be- trying to be mean, but they didn't put much makeup on you to be in a Star no. Wars movie to be an alien. <laughs> you be you be nice to Mister Needle Mouse. <laughs> um, okay. So the strategy is let's just starve poo. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then Gopher is on Night Watch. Yeah, <laughs> and, and is and is it about to feed Pooh because he's an absolute idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's where you get the uh, "Don't feed the bear" sign. Don't feed the bee. Yeah. Um. Uh. But then, but then, like you know, next morning situation. Who just nudges a little bit. So here comes everybody to come yank and pull Pooh Bear out of the uh, hall. Yep. Yay, Pooh is freed. <laughs> it goes flying right into the honey tree. Right into the honey tree. Just funk. Scares all the bees. Scares all the bees circle. away. Yep. Scares all the bees away. He's trapped in the honey tree and is just going, just going to town. Like yep. that's like, I, it's one of those things you see that it's like, that's not, uh, it's not how that works. No, that's <laughs> yeah. In, in, in this situation, honey is tree magma. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this weird volcano inside of this tree. It's, it's like, like a, a pool of honey that's like you know three feet deep. <laughs> like he followed, like he like he got ejected into a fondue pot. It looks like yeah. It's like it's funny. It'd be funny. Just get stuck in there and there's the Keebler elves. <laughs> isn't that isn't that photo like on the Pooh ride at Disneyland? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Pooh ride is just the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. All of this, this entire movie makes up. Uh, presence known in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, we'll get to that, obviously. So yeah, you get that, and again, it ends. It's a book, and it ends as a book. So it's like, hey, we got to get to the next chapter, Pooh. <laughs> oh, uh, we kind of gloss up the narrator. Uh, yeah. Bagheera. Bagheera. Yep. Yeah. No, not yep. the character Bagheera, but the actual. No, it's it's Bagheera. He's talking. Okay, he's there. Yeah. If you listen to our last episode, oh right, is, uh, yeah. canonically, this takes place in the timeline. Bagheera's <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. standing there, like in a like 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 in a dimly lit room with smoking a cigarette and like with his blinds half open, like yeah, on the great hall. On the yeah, left, narrator. Yeah, he was also in Sword in the Stone as actor. Yeah, so you know, had had a good run of I forget I, Sebastian Cabot. 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 Yeah. Cabot. So I, I can't remember. I'm like, it could very easily be Cabot for all knowing these names, but Cabot. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, uh, very uh, very fun short. Obviously, the most iconic of yeah. the um. Uh, of the Disney Winnie there's, the shorts. There's another one later that is close, yeah. but not. Yeah, like I said, yeah. I think because so, so the next one is Blustery Day, right? Which, um, you know, it, like I said, it's probably, uh, it's probably the like title wise. I think people know that one because it's <coughs> what stands out the most. Like, right? 
because it, it, like when the wind starts kicking up, you can't help but say, "Oh, it's it's a blustery day today," yeah. kind of thing. And it's mostly because of this one. Um, so this so a blustery day. Its initial release was 1968, mm-hmm. December of 68, and it was with a movie called "The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit," <laughs> starring Dean Jones. <laughs> Guess what? But yes, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. It's also got Kurt Russell in it. Um, oh, 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 now we're getting to that era. We're getting into that era. That we're, era. Okay. Yep. Yep. And um, uh, Fred Clark was in it. And it was okay. one of his last movies. Uh, and I have never seen it. I just know. I just rec- I just know this part of it. I just know I just know D Jones is the star, and it uh, <laughs> came out the same with uh, Winnie the Pooh. That was join join us for our podcast in about four years when we talk about like weird ass nineteen sixties and seventies Disney live action. Oh, they movies. get they get so some of these are just wild. Like you know, like we said the last one, the ugliest thoughts or or you know I. The title alone makes you go like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I unironically like Darby O'Gill because I liked Sean Connery, <laughs> and him trying to sing is a hoot. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so plus so uh, yeah, plus three day. Um, it, it's about a windy day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh. This one actually, a blustery day is the Academy Award winner right. of the three. Um, it won the um, Academy Award for uh, uh, for that. But uh, Tigger Two was nominated mm-hmm. the next one, but it didn't win. But blustery day won. Yeah. Do you think it's it's also called blustery day because we're introduced to Al and his like he's a blowhard? <laughs> no, like, but okay. like him just like going on about like. My uncle did this thing. Like, all right. Um, I like this one because as I, I, I was reading the information, it was like this. This short is based on seven AA Milne Winnie the Pooh stories. Oh God! <laughs> like what? <laughs> but I guess at the same time, they're just little short little things. So it's like, uh, but uh, yeah, it's like. Chapter nine, chapter two, chapter you know, like it's, it's these weird, uh, weird, like because it's it's thirty minutes and little short things are very small, yeah, um, stories and little snippets of Winnie the Pooh's adventures, which aren't really adventures; they're just day in the life kind of stuff. Um, the Everyman Tale, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason why. The reason why this one, this short, is iconic, and probably I would probably say the more iconic of the three, simply for one reason and one reason only, and it's the one with heffalumps and woozles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is a big thing. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it introduces Tigger and everything. Um, and it is the middle one. It's the sophomore one. <laughs> it won the well, award. But, like, the story overall is more empty than everything because it's just, like, okay, a windstorm and Piglet is blowing away, so Pooh saves him. The 
they wind up at Owl's house. Owl's house gets destroyed. <laughs> uh, that he has, that Pooh has that nightmare. Then Pooh, Pooh gets, uh, well, first you also have um, uh, Eeyore agreeing to find Owl's house. Yeah. New house, which, you know, it's that you show a gun and, ch- and you know, the first scene, you have to use it by. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it comes back that you are eventually, lots of things happen. <laughs> Fires the gun. I think I talked about this back in our Dumbo episode where Half a Lonesome Woobles reminds me a lot of Pink Elephants on Parade. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all very much cut. It's cut from the same cloth. I think yeah. Pink Elephants on Parade is scarier. But um, oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, Heflumps and Woozles, uh, not without its um, upsetting visuals. Uh, <laughs> it's more psychedelic. Yeah, it's much more a product of the '60s. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Timothy Leary is like, yes, this is the scene. Um, uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I do like that owl starts telling stories, and you actually get a page count essentially. Yeah, you can see it goes from page forty-one to page sixty-two. <laughs> so, and then once you get to page sixty-two, it's nighttime. Uh, I, you know, and, and I think, and I think this is why this move, the way the Pooh, you know, the stories in this movie in particular stand out. Yeah, because yeah. we all know an owl. Yeah, and we yeah. all know an Eeyore, and we all know a Tigger. <laughs> Like that type yeah. A personality, like, all right, you're yeah. fun to be around, but please stop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we all know Pooh, we all know Piglet. And so it's it's kind of like these are characters we know in our lives. And so that's why these, you know, this movie kind of resonates with people of my age and JJ's. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So, you know, now here's page 62 that we get to, and you're introduced to Tigger. Yes. Um, when Pooh hears stuff, noises from outside, and then inbounds Tigger pouncing on Pooh. Yes. Introductions. Uh, the, the iconic, wonderful thing about Tigger's song as his introduction, once Pooh mm-hmm. wants to know what a Tigger is. <laughs> the bottoms are made of the river. The tops are made of the springs. They're, yeah. Um, and he eventually remembers why he's there and it's because he's hungry. And that's where you get the Tigger joke of, uh, well, I've got some, you know, well, there's honey. Oh, honey is what Tiggers love best. Like there's always the joke of that's what Tiggers do best, even though clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the, this is what we we're talking about earlier with Tigger uh, gets into the honey and the honey, this is the time the honey looks sticky. Like, yeah. He's eating it. He's all in there. It's all like stuck to his mouth and stuff. Yeah. And like, oh, Tiggers hate honey. He pushes it away. He's like, but you just said, okay. Yeah. And this is this is when you get the uh, stupid uh, Tigger getting in an argument with the mirror, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that part. Uh, hiding from the uh, uh, hiding from himself and trying to scare himself, not knowing what. A, mirror is not knowing what he looks like clearly <laughs> well I, I, I like how like Pooh's supposed to be just duller but he's clearly more 
aware than Tigger is. Yeah. I think yeah. that, again, like Tigger is just that person who just like they're wrapped up in their own stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I'm just the life of the party, man. And, yeah. and I'm, yeah. He's your buddy that always had like the story that you're like, you're like, no, your dad didn't buy you an iPod. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you said Mario Force coming out. Yeah. Uh, no, there no, you you don't have NBA Jam 3. I know you don't. <laughs> like, but yeah. you forgot it on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not allowed to, he's not you're not allowed to have it. He's got an uncle that works at Iguana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, you know, it's but then that's when he tells Pooh, like, no, that honey is for like, that's for heffalumps and weasels. <laughs> you mean elephants and weasels? Yeah, that's what I said. Heffalumps and weasels. Um, yes, I just recorded that entire line. By him. <laughs> but yeah, but um, then yeah, that's what they they what do they do? Well, they want honey. <laughs> you know, they want yes. to steal your honey, and that leads Pooh into his uh, bad trip. And he falls yeah. asleep. when he when he well. I do like the he gets his little uh, cork gun. Uh, yeah, he gets a little cork gun. Yep, and his little yeah. stocking cap and yes, yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like he's like uh, Ebenezer Scrooge uh, sleep cap. Yeah, <laughs> and then he dreams the entire plot of Mario too. Yeah, yep, exactly. He fights Wart, vegetables yeah. into his mouth, and uh, and they're all good. Uh, Tigger uh, is good because he has a higher jump. But, yeah, right. But, uh, but, Al, but Al's got the float, or Rue's got the float, sorry. Yeah, Rue's got the float and uh, Piglet. Oh. Piglet is theoretically stronger, but I, there's not really any real proof to that. Yeah. As far as I can tell. It's like, and you don't really need strength. Like, you, no. You're only digging a couple of times. So. I mean, if you, if, you, I mean if, you, if you find warps, like, you really want Rue on, like, the ice level. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay. Doki uh, Doki Poonick. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, this is where you get the infamous heffalumps and woozles are very confusal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Just uh, absolutely. Again, like just this one scene has two like iconic little musical bit numbers with the wonderful thing about Tiggers and heffalumps and woozles. Um, It's. it's great and it's yeah. it's creepy and I think the I like I think the creepiest one for me is the elephants with the squeeze box noses. I don't know why yeah. it's upsetting, but those are the ones that it always seem like no, I don't like that. It makes sense. I think it's the sound that accompanies it. Like it, it, well, really it's weird. it's the it's the use of the accordion in the song in general that makes it kind yeah. of unnerving. Yeah, it's like this weird like like abandoned carnival feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is like it's like it's like Scooby Doo music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, he has this scary little dream. Uh, gets the, the hot air balloon heffalump is also upsetting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he wakes up, and the rain, rain, rain came down, down, down. Yeah. <laughs> um, believe me, I live in Washington State. Uh, and it rains all the time, and every time it does, I start singing that song. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, poor, poor little piglet. 
<laughs> oh man, you feel so bad for Piglet. <laughs> so <laughs> he's getting... well. I mean, also he gives up too easy. He gives up his home. He does it twice, technically, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, he is getting. When you first meet him, he's getting blown away by the wind. Now he's being washed out with the tide. You know, <laughs> like, he writes a little note. Um, help piglet and in parentheses me (laughs) I don't know what that message is (laughs) why do you need why do you need like Like, why are you writing the stutter you don't have to write the stutter you don't have to write the stutter also because you wrote the stutter you don't have to write the me because they. We know it's you. We know it's you, dog. We know it's you, man. That he. I like that he puts the me in parentheses. It's very. Uh, <laughs> it it yeah. hammers the point home that I am talking about me, Piglet. Piglet. Source me. He sourced himself. Yeah. Uh, dash 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 me dash 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 Ian Michael Scott. <laughs> um. The. I'm starting to think like the. Uh, the voice of Piglet, uh, John F- uh, Fielder, or F- yes. I think it's. Um, I just recently saw a movie with him in it. It was uh, Full of Angry Men, and he he kind of fits. This, he's like this very like nevish kind of like unassuming, yeah, nerdy character in pretty much everything he plays. And so like oh, okay, he's he's perfect. Yeah, for him. yeah. he's in a True Grit, right? Mm, he might have been like the first thing I saw him in was actually Odd Couple. Yeah, well, I mean, the first, I, I mean, I saw 12 Angry Men. He was one of the yeah. first in 12 Angry Men. I liked him. But, like, oh yeah, my like, God. What? He did the voice of Namor in, uh, in the Captain America Returns record album. Could you imagine <laughs> that voice coming in Namor? <laughs> I, well, I know what I'm going to be hunting down. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Imperious Rex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely going to have to uh, hunt that down. Yep. He, and he like kept doing Piglet's voice. Yes, he like until like up until his death. Into well, the he, early two thousands, right? Yeah, early two thousands. Died because he died in two thousand five, and the um the the Piglet the no not the Piglet movie um because there, there was one after Piglet because obviously he did the Piglet movie, but there was one after that, and I kept oh the Heffalump movie, the elephant one. Right, uh, so um, and that when that came out in the year he died, um, I think he was an emperor's new group too. Oh, he was. He was um, <coughs> the old guy. Yeah, yeah, Rudy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can't wait to talk about that one. Uh, that's gonna be yeah. a fun episode. Yeah, oh, fun, that's one of the fun in quotation marks. Yeah. Well, no, I. It's going to be very, very fun because there is <laughs> a lot, a lot to that movie's production. Uh, that. Boy, <laughs> yeah, that'll be an exciting episode. But um, yeah, so Piglet writes his little note, um, casts it out. Pooh um, saves his honey pots. That's you get you get the you get the scene of Pooh. He saved ten. It was ten, right? Yeah, but he's floating down the river or the stream with his head in the pot and his butt in the air. Yep, that's. That's perfectly viable strategy, clearly. Just uh, more poo butt this movie. Yeah, just they just really they are really just focusing on that. It's just because it's a big circle. It's less to yeah. animate. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. 
but uh yeah so uh, uh yeah so all the characters gather around christopher robin's location uh, house i guess even though it's not his house his portal to his yeah. it's like it was like almost like a like a like a baseball diamond or like a, a pitching mound or something. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and, but th- th- so they're all gathered there. Um, and uh, Rue finds the bottle with Piglet in it and Owl goes off and finds Piglet. Um, Owl finds Piglet. Uh, there's there's very little drama. <laughs> to any of this he whole he game. finds Piglet, but then is telling him a story. Yeah, as they slowly like, approach a waterfall. Like, could uh, you not? Could you not, Owl? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Pooh accidentally saves Piglet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just in a very Pooh-like way, just yeah. like you know. He's looking out for himself, and it just so happens to be advantageous to the other person. Uh, and so, yeah, Piglet is saved thanks to Pooh's honeypot. Um, and Christopher Robin decides he needs to throw a hero's party for Pooh. <laughs> Which, okay. Yeah, sure. Sorry, Al, you didn't do anything. Well, he didn't. He just... Okay, sure. It's like, Indiana, it's like Indiana Jones. The plot would have resolved itself if it never showed up. Rue, I mean, Rue from the note. Yeah. But, but, I guess again, she, but again, Winnie the Pooh is who saved Piglet. I guess. Like, I'm just saying Chewie should get a medal, too. Yeah. Pooh just happened to be there with Piglet was what ended up saving him. Owl was just telling a story, and if Pooh wasn't there, Piglet would have just plummeted to his death, and Rue sending the bottle just created a bigger problem because they sent off Owl instead of a competent... I, I get where you're coming from. I'm just saying, like, there's clearly bias in favor of Pooh. So are you saying you want to get... Uh, you want to give a uh, medal to Owl, even though he was more than willing... He told Piglet to shut his mouth when he was telling a story as he was about to plummet over a waterfall. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. But, but, but I mean, it, listen, the, the poo bias is very evident from Christopher Robin. I mean, he's just, I mean, he's just awarding a hundred points at Gryffindor off the cuff, man. So we're going to have a hero's party for her poo. Yeah. But he also is very willing to, add Piglet on that when Piglet <laughs> agrees to okay, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> let's just say it. Let's just say the horrible thing that happens here. Yeah, so no, so finally after the party is happening and all that stuff, and then Eeyore finally makes his return, I found a house for uh, Owl. <laughs> we get there. It's Piglet's house. Nobody says anything. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, but I don't know what their motivation is to just immediately, it's like, oh, yeah, nice house. Like, they don't want to hurt Eeyore's feelings. But, like... It's Piglet's it's, house. It's Piglet's house. Like, Christopher Robin is allowing this to happen. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Theoretically, this is all happening in his imagination. So, like, still, like... Yeah. It's, it's like, I was like, oh, but you know how Eeyore gets. Well, it's my house. Yeah, but you don't want to upset Eeyore, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. No. And, and because it says uh, trespassers will, assuming mm. shot, but that part yeah. of the sign is missing. So 
Eeyore sees W-I-L and thinks that's how you spell owl. So it's got his name on it. So it's his house. (laughs) (coughs) But Pooh agrees to let Piglet move in with him. Yes. Um, Also, nothing comes of that story. No! (laughs) Uh, Because I also feel like by the time you get back to the characters, Piglet is back in his own house. (laughs) Back in his own house. And yeah, it's... Owl just like, I'm going to build a house. Yeah, but anyways, Piglet gets included into the uh, hero's party. Um, and then they do the thing that obviously Piglet would love the most and do the hip hip hooray with the with the blanket the yeah. throw them in the air, which yeah, obviously Piglet would love that. Yeah, he's, yeah. Historically, known, he's historically known to like things like heights and fast yeah. movement. <laughs> and sh- and, 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 and uh, constant shouting. <laughs> And then just one more, just one more, like get get, get back in your hole to go for. Like, yeah. they're doing it. They're doing it directly over his hole, and he gets just conked right on the head, uh, <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> Christopher Robin doesn't really acknowledge Gopher in this whole movie, does he? No, no he does, no. or does he? Yeah, okay. Well, he doesn't in the first one, first part. Okay. Because he doesn't show up to save Pooh until the very right. end, and and Piglet uh, <laughs> knocks or Rue pulls off Eeyore's tail and knocks falls into the hole with Gopher and stuff. So he's at the back of the line with uh, Christopher Robin. So Christopher Robin never sees him so, there. Christopher Robin would never see him here because they're just smack. They just yeah. The only time he shows up is at this Gopher hole, and he doesn't. Does he? Sh- he doesn't show up in. Um, and Tigger too. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so basically, since this is all from Christopher Robin's imagination, Gopher is like DiCaprio's wife in Inception. Like, how did that pop in here? Basically. Yeah. Basically. Some said this top still still spinning. Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So you got so you got that, and then you go directly into <laughs> the third and final short of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Uh, Rabbit's a psychopath. Yeah, Rabbit uh, absolutely just a murderer. Uh, more more, more than happy to just let Tigger die in the woods. Um, just so he doesn't get uh, bothered by... Uh, yeah! Um, like what? Yeah. Sure! Yeah. Yeah, I, this, this, I don't like the Of the three, it's my least favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're not, I yeah. mean, it's awful. Yeah, it, because I, think I, I don't think we're going to do it beat by beat on this one, because it's a very yeah. simple story of um, Tigger has been just bothering, Tigger's been bothering everybody. Nobody, nobody really likes it, but also they've got Stockholm Syndrome with Tigger doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's the whole honey pot thing and like more food eating honey and <laughs> and rabbit convinces Pooh and Piglet like hey yeah. let's just let's just take Tigger to a farm with other Tiggers and leave him yeah. there yeah and then the then that's when the uh, the mist rolls in the fog yeah and, yeah the fog rolls in and that's when uh, an evil pirate will come out and <laughs> yep. 
murder the town. Uh, yep. This is the John Carpenter segment of the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And only a very uh, chesty Adrian Barbeau can save us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so like Tigger and Rue go off into the woods together because they're good because they're just bouncing. They're good at bouncing. Yeah, <laughs> so they okay. hang out. And yeah, Rue, Rue seems to be the person who like Rue loves Tigger. Yeah, because he's a child. Yeah, a child, a child would like somebody. It's like he's like a, he's you know he's he's Rue's cool uncle. You know, he's the uncle. Yeah. The, he's the uncle with the Camaro. You know, or whatever. Like, like, oh man, he lets me smoke at his house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tigger let me have a sip of beer. It was cool. Like, bro, uh, he, you're 16 and he's 32. Yeah. He's not cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't take the dirty magazine from him. Yeah, it's weird. Stop it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So yeah, they're doing. The, they learn how to ice skate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's just like yeah, this is like yeah, a babysitter segment kind of situation. Right. Yeah, it's Uncle Buck. You know? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the part where just Tigger flips a giant pancake with like a. Yeah. Plus, if this went on for about another twenty minutes, that probably would have ended up happening. I uh, mean, I could see Rue being like a Macaulay Culkin type type character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it is Clint Howard. I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tigger, uh, Tigger does not like ice skating. Uh, no, he was very excited about it. Then he started doing it. It's like, oh, this, I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's uh, like, I'm great at it. Then he does it. Like, oh no, I'm terrible. I hate it. Yeah, except he doesn't admit that he's terrible. He just hates it. No, because <laughs> he's because you know he would have gone pro. Uh, oh man, I blew my knee out. Yeah, he blew his knee out and everything. So he's that he's got that mentality to him. His so, coach you know, hated him as all. Well yeah. You know, yeah, his coach hated. He, you know, if uh, he would, if he, if he just got that scholarship, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I had a he'd a he'd, he'd a full ride to Arizona State, but man, it's like last game of the season. Yeah, just uh, just yeah, tr- you know, catastrophic ACL. Yeah, just yeah, but uh, don't ask anybody that he knows about it because they'll deny it. But <laughs> they don't know. Anyways. They don't know his life. <laughs> Anyways, uh. Tigger, uh, he gets himself into a tree. Um, yeah. for, no, for no real reason other than the fact that he just jumps up into a tree. Uh, but <laughs> extra jump, and then there he is in a tree. <laughs> but this is the part where you're really made aware this is a book, though. <laughs> very, very much. The resolution to this situation. Um, uh, oh, first of all, this this also introduces. Uh, uh, before we get to the resolution, this introduces when Pooh and Piglet are following tracks. Yeah. Like like just a couple of grade-A morons <laughs> following their own tracks. Their own tracks, in, yep. In a circle. It's like, it's a metal, it's Metal Gear Solid 1 in the snow field. Uh, <laughs> you could just make the guards walk in a circle and follow your footprints. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, as they're going through like the hedge maze and like trying to like hide from Jack Torrance, <laughs> yeah. but um, Pooh Pooh hears Tigger's howling and pronounces Hello. Yeah, he and so he's like, it sounds it sounds like a, a jaguar. Yeah, um, which is it's like the Simpsons trampoline situation yeah. 
where it's all like I I can only call Jaguars Jaguars. <laughs> Saxophone. Yeah, saxophone, trambopoline, jaguar. Uh, <laughs> Tomacco. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so you get this whole, he's stuck in a tree, and they, the, the narrator butts the in. The narrator. Narrator butts in and tells, uh, tells Tigger that he'll help him out. Yeah. So the book rotates 90 degrees, <laughs> putting Tigger, you know, perpendicular with the words. Yep. <laughs> so he can step down off the tree and stand on the words of the book. And then he just kind of tilts the uh, page a little bit and slides down the paragraphs. Yep. Uh, very absolutely deus ex machina to the umpteenth degree. Yep. It's like, <laughs> he's like, okay. Yeah, a very literal Deus Ex Machina. Like, here, okay, here's how you get a Mojo World Tigger. You get yeah. a whole reset on the on the Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah put more. Yeah, close to close to DS, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's put the control, put your controller into port number two, and Psycho Mantis carried mind. your minds. Yeah, and he also knows that you like Castlevania, so yeah. <laughs> it's like the narrator fixed the problem. Um. Uh. And uh, and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> freedom, sweet freedom. And a Tigger. Uh, well, first of all, we didn't mention that before he was saved and was stuck in that tree. When the, once they found a rabbit, was like, well, all right, he's not going to come down, and we're not going to make him. Yeah, all right, we'll just leave him and, there. And rabbit gets lost. <laughs> rabbit gets lost. It's sweet That's irony. Sweet. Yeah, but yeah, is more than willing to just let Tigger uh, waste away in that tree. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the motivation of a psychopath. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, wow. All right, dude. <laughs> yeah. I get, he's annoying, but yeah. Chill huh, murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's, <laughs> do you remember that weird Al Yankovic song with, uh, I remember Larry. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's, it's, that song, yeah, in, in literal sense. Yes, I, I do. The, the singer of the song was completely uh, irritated with his neighbor. Neighbor who kept uh, I said neighbor. Right? <laughs> like was, um, neighbor was uh, constantly doing increasing <laughs> pranks until the singer of the song does the ultimate prank of killing him. <laughs> yep. Was that, off, that was off a uh, bad hair day. Bad hair day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was off bad hair day. Yes, it was. So yeah, so anyways, Tigger finally gets saved, and he's so happy. Uh, he's gonna start bouncing, but Rabbit reminds him that uh, for this Deus Ex Machina to take place for him to save him, he promised to never bounce again. And unfortunately, Rabbit was gonna make him was gonna hold him to that. Yep. <laughs> and, and then everybody let's say, "Hey, Rabbit, you're being a jerk." Yeah. I like to, and so Tigger just somberly uh, walking away with his, with his shoulders hunched over, yep. sad look in his eyes, keeps turning around like, are you sure? Okay. Yep. <laughs> the the, uh, the Incredible Hulk in credits yeah. music's playing. Yeah, just the piano music from the end of The Incredible Hulk is playing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, until everyone just finally 
convinces Rab. Let 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 the bro let bounce. him bounce, man. Just let it happen. Let him bounce. Like like and that's his thing. Bad. He bounces and you're you're yeah. paying the bud. That's your thing. Yeah, and so then, and so then he pounces, but then Rabbit's like, "All right." So they start. So he starts yep. bounding, and convinces Rabbit to start jumping because I guess Rabbit never yep. jumped in his life. Rabbit never jumped, <laughs> and they're all so excited. Everyone starts jumping, 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 jumping. Uh, Rabbit's doing his jumping. Uh, Tigger sings uh, his song again, and. Close the book, pan back out to the Christopher Robbins room, and here we are. Yep. <laughs> now, does, does he pounce rabbit here? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he like he just throws rabbit off the, uh, the off the ropes and then runs the other side, shoulder blocks him. But oh, wait, no, no, wait, no, 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 wait. Yes, yeah. no, he is pounced. He is pounced. Yeah, he just pounced. Period. Yeah. Yep. yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. No, he was pounced. I'm thinking yes, about he, the ending now. Tigger is Money Brown. He is. Yes. Or, um, oh, what was his? Marcus Corvon. Marcus Corvon. That was it. Yeah. yeah. We, got, we got a wrestling one anyways. That's Better theme cool. song than wrestler. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's, Boy, it's, it's charming it's, as hell. It is. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I love it. It's Me too. So, it's so sweet and innocent. Um, there is no like drama. <laughs> at all. No, it's yeah. it's it's a good thing to watch if you're having a rough day. Yeah, yeah, it's it's candy in movie yeah. form. It really is, yeah. um, and it's just it, and it's so funny because this is one of the rare examples of like Disney where um, Winnie the Pooh as a concept is bigger than the movie itself. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, um, I guess now we get to sort of the legacy of Winnie the Pooh because strap in, people, strap in with this one. Um, Well, I guess I'm trying to think if there's any production notes that I have that are particularly interesting because again, three different shorts came out different times. Um, It was originally going to be a feature film, but then it was like, eh, it's better shorts. And so that's what they did. And yeah, it, there's not a whole lot of um, like interest, you know what I mean? Like interesting stories because they're just right. they're shorts and there was very drama with the shorts. It was, you know, typical production stuff, you know, the movies are one thing, but um, like the most interesting stuff is like how some of these are sometimes released later on. Like, um, like, you know, the first one, The Honey Tree, right. was one of those. Uh, it may, like it premiered on TV in the 1970s on NBC, mm-hmm. where, with you know, the, it was sponsored by Sears. <laughs> but, you know, that's not an interesting story. I mean, that's just how TV was then. And it's not like... When Sears was a thing. When Sears was a thing, and that's how it worked. And, um, I'm trying to think if there's something... Feel like, oh, there was one story. I don't know. You know Wally Bogue. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like the original idea to be the voice of Tigger. Really? Yeah. I. You know. 
I can't imagine. I can't. I'm trying. That yeah, Paul Winchell sound that, that not coming out of Tigger's butt. I just can't. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, Wally Bogue. I, uh, yeah. I, I think they they ended up like he was like a big part of Disney history and stuff. Right. He had a lot of theme park history and stuff too. But I think they said it was too like it was too much for kids or like too wacky. Oh, his voice. But, yeah. So, he was, uh, God, well, he was like dastardly and mutley, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, I like Wally Vogue. Uh, he, yeah. He, you know, but he also, he was a different, you know, he comes from a different era of, you know, <laughs> you know, Hollywood stage and stuff. Like, um, what was he? was, uh, Golden, Golden Horseshoe Review. Golden Horseshoe Review and, yeah. um, Jose in the Enchanted Tiki Room. That was the one I was thinking of. Um, Let's see, what else was he on? Um, I just, um, yeah, he was. Um, something I was thinking of. Let's see, he was in. Oh, actually, believe it or not, he was. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, He was in one of the Herbie movies, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. He, but he was just like cameo roles and yeah, Herbie movies. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, well, his, it, his, his his legacy is the Golden Horseshoe Review. Yeah. Uh, that was a bit, and it was like one of those weird things where, uh, he did it for so long, like. Like like record holding, like most consistent, uh, you know, 30,000 30, shows or something. Good you know? grief. Yeah, like, you know, it's one of those crazy, crazy things. So. I think, yeah, I'm, th- I'm looking up something about him. He said, like, he, you know, his, you know, he inspired Steve Martin. Perhaps, yeah. maybe, maybe it was when Steve Martin was, like, selling Magic Tricks. Magic Tricks and stuff, yeah. Or, like, yeah. Because he was a physical comedian. He was yeah. sort of slapsticky and sort of... Yeah, it's like he was. He had a very he had a stage presence. So him doing so, him doing that stuff would have been weird for him to do well, like a voice of a, a Tigger or whatever. So well, his wiki said he recorded the voice for Tigger he for did. Blustery Day, and then they switched it to Paul Winchell. So is there a cut out there of him doing like with him? It was his voice instead I mean, of Paul Winchell's. Obviously, there has to be. I don't personally. If it's on the DVDs, I've never. It, it, I've skipped past it every time, but uh, it'd be kind of weird to to watch it. It's it's like listening to that um, a Christmas Carol where it has yeah. like, the characters being not quite right of like right. The, of that record that we had of like the uh, like not quite right Mickey Mouse and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like weird, but um, but yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Um, we're just gonna focus strictly on. Um, Disney Winnie the Pooh, right? Because there's been more Winnie the Pooh, other than that. Um, yeah, like in, like in the early '50s, the late '50s, there was like a, uh, an NBC produced Winnie the Pooh special thing and stuff like that. Before Disney bought the rights, right? Yeah. Um. But so with with Disney, <laughs> you have. Five 
five theatrical shorts. Right. Which include the three that are on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winnie the Pooh discovers the seasons. Mm-hmm. And the one that we were talking about on the um, before we started recording was the Winnie the Pooh and a Day for Eeyore. Right. It's the uh, Eeyore's birthday and the sports one. Um, Pooh sticks. Poo sticks, yes. Yeah. Um, and Poo sticks was uh, or the day for Eeyore was originally released um, with the re-release of Sword and Stone. Mm. So, like, a, like, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, the re-release because we've already talked about Sword and Stone and stuff. Um, I don't know when the Pooh discovers the seasons. Um, I it, it was like an educational one. It wasn't like a theatrical. Thing. Like it came, I, like we released it with 101 Dalmatians or stuff. It was just. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Have you? Yes. It's, okay. It's a very simple. Christopher Robin gives Pooh a calendar. That's okay. sort of the story, and you learn about the seasons that way and how what the seasons are. It's like it's like seven minutes long. It's not long. Oh. It's just a little tiny thing. Um, this is specifically just for educational purposes of the in the in sure 19, 1981. Yeah. And then you have theatrical movies. You've got a bunch of theatrical movies. Because oh, were there sequels? Uh, very much so. Yeah. One of them is a direct sequel that we will be covering later on on the show. Um, but there were other ones that were done from other studios. Um, in 2000, so obviously 1977, this one, you have the Adventures of the Pooh. And then mm-hmm. in 2000, you had a Tigger movie. In 2003, you had... Um, Piglet's big movie. Right. In 2005, you had Pooh's Heffalump movie. 2011 was the Winnie the Pooh, which is a sequel. Um, it is a Disney mainline. We will be covering it on a deep feature episode of this uh, particular run with this podcast. Um, which is, And it follows the same heart as a Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, where it's like smaller, shorter, little contained stories taking place in a book there's a lot of you know the book gets involved you know in the story kind of thing and then you have just last year you had the live action uh christopher robin christopher robin movie, yeah which yeah. was that movie made me cry it's very it's very syrupy and like but in a good way like it's very, yeah it, its heart is in the white right right place and it's very much it's very clearly geared towards our age group that grew yeah. up watching these like it makes you because like it wants your ewan mcgregor's character <laughs> you know yeah. you're ewan mcgregor's christopher robin you're older you know it's, you remember winnie the pooh but you don't like you don't actively interact with winnie the pooh anymore as an adult kind of thing for the most part i do <laughs> but, you know, but like you know your typical adult like it yeah it's much more geared towards adult audiences like it like the first 10 minutes shows christopher robin going to war <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you really don't like him at the beginning of the movie. Oh no, Christopher Robin is kind of an insufferable character until <laughs> until like until he starts having a mental breakdown in this movie yeah. and starts playing along with all of this. <laughs> um, so JJ, yeah, um, I was reminded of something that Winnie the Pooh appeared in. Oh yeah, it, I don't, it's not canon. I don't count it as canon, but. You know how we had our, our crazy, wacky theories with the Robin Hood episode last week? Yeah. Do you remember Winnie the Pooh making an appearance in Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue? 
<laughs> I do. I do. Nice classic 80s uh, anti-drug. Anti-drug. Uh, rent it for free from the video store. <laughs> Your teacher showed it to you in class because they had to? Yeah. It's like, yeah, featuring the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Alf. Garfield. Garfield. The Smurfs. Or whatever. The Smurfs. But not, but not all the Ninja Turtles. Like, two of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it could only afford it could only afford a couple of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, the possibilities there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is part of the this is part of our timeline that we're gonna really hammer out one day. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the timeline and figure out where Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue would fall into our uh, Zelda like timeline. Yeah, like, which arm of the timeline? <laughs> I mean, Cartoon All Stars and Rescue is like the the Super Smash Brothers <laughs> <laughs> ultimate of. Yeah, it's, everyone is here. <laughs> Everyone's in it. <laughs> uh, gonna watch it for one hundred hours to unlock Gordon Shumway. <laughs> like, look, look, I, I and I would be there. I would do the hundred hours. I can just. Disney Compendium, Season 8, yeah. over Disney, just Alf. <laughs> just Alf? Okay, cool. Does Fox own it? it, it we might be able to work this in. <laughs> well, I, I... They might. I don't know. Like, it was films... I don't know. Uh, I'll do that research off the air. Sorry. <laughs> so, we also have um, TV. Winnie the Pooh right. had an extensive TV career. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Pooh Corner. Yeah, the Kitty Loggins song, people. Yes, I, that's a very good song too. By the way, it is a good song. It's actually a really good song. Uh, it's probably Kitty Loggins' maybe third best song. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that one hundred percent. That was that that aired from eighty three to eighty six. Mm-hmm. The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh was from eighty eight to ninety one. Yep, I remember that one very well. The Book of Pooh, which is two thousand one to two thousand three. My Friends Tigger and Pooh, which ran from mm-hmm. 2007 to 2010, and the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the Mini Adventures. 2011 to 2014. And there was also... Um, uh, what's, there was like the puppet one, too, wasn't there? Was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, JJ, we're also forgetting... Remember the Tao of Pooh? <laughs> the book, the Tao of Pooh. <laughs> Um. Yes, of course. Well, if we're getting into the books, then which yeah, the no, like, but there's a lot of poo. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's a whole lot of poo. Yeah, so, got a there whole was, lot of poo. There was holiday specials. Obviously. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh and Christmas too. Boo to you, Winnie the Pooh. Yep. Winnie the Pooh Thanksgiving and a Valentine for you. Yeah, those are. I I I very much remember. Um, Winnie the Pooh and Christmas too, and um, Booty You Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I remember those ones very much. I don't. I don't think. I'm certain I never saw the Valentine's one. That was later. That was 1990. I don't know that I've seen it. Yeah, mm. Thanksgiving one. I feel like it was on TV at some point. <laughs> it must have been. It was probably like when it went it, when they used to air like the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving yeah. special. I think it aired around then. Yeah. yeah. And there was also just. Uh, an epic ton of like just straight to video, yeah. Winnie the Pooh stuff, like Pooh's Grand Adventure, where he they had to look for Christopher Robin. Uh, the Seasons of Giving, which was included 
the Thanksgiving one, Very Merry Poo Year, Book of Poo, Springtime with Rue, Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie, Super Sleuth Christmas movie, Tigger and Pooh and Musical 2, and Super Duper Super Sleuths. <laughs> when, you, when you said Winnie the Pooh Seasons of Giving, as you said seasons, I'm like, I thought Winnie the Pooh Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Winnie the Pooh 3, Season of yeah. the Witch. The honey pot comes off and just like, this just maggots. <laughs> and then um, video games. <coughs> Winnie the Pooh Home Run Derby. <laughs> get it now on your Android device. Yep. Uh, You've jailbroken iPhone 4. Get it now. Winnie the Pooh's a funny one because um, there was like, you would think there would have been an NES and Super NES games. Or Sega Genesis games or whatever for um, oh, Winnie the Pooh, but nope. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was an early game from Sierra that was on like the Commodore 64 and like the right. App 2 and DOS. Um, there was a Pico game. I don't know if you remember the Sega Pico. Oh, yeah. I, 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 if you recall correctly, in an early episode, I referenced the Pico as a system. You're like, Dude, every every Disney property had a Pico game. Yes, yes, it's true. I was just at a local retro game store, and they had like a still in its box Sega Pico for like fifty bucks. And you thought about it hard. I I genuinely was like, man, I could get, I could get, I could own a Pico. <laughs> I could what be the guy that owns. I could be the guy that owns a Pico. <laughs> I, I could just put it right next to my U draw tablet. Yeah, it's like I have a Sega. I have like a Sega CD. What's the difference between a Pico and a Sega CD? Like <laughs> uh, one people bought, the other one they not so much. Well, as I say, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, but nope. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, lots of computer games. There's tons of like that's because PC stuff is easy for children because it's just like it's a mouse, click things. And it just does stuff. It's like here, have you know, poo, but number munchers or something. You know, it's just yeah. He's a. I'm sure he's like a lot of like a lot of those like educational games. Yeah, like yeah, like uh, like Sticky Bear. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the first and teaches typing. The first like legit like because like you know the Hundred Acre Wood game, right? Uh, for the Amiga and stuff was. Uh, uh, just it was like an adventure game kind of thing, but like the first like legit like real game. There was a PlayStation, Nintendo sixty four, Windows, Game Boy game that was uh, Tigger's Honey Hunt, mm-hmm. uh, Hunt, and um, yeah, three D that era of kind of not so great three uh, D children's platforming game, right? <laughs> um, I'm almost positive, and I I, I, I don't want to like even look this up because I, I I'm pretty sure it's the case. Is like I I want to say there was like a like a Tiger LCD game of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just if there was a Sega Pico version, of, it's, it's there's, there's a Tiger LCD. There's a, there's a leg. There's a there's a Tiger's LCD game of like Disney Plus. You can get if you can, if there's a Little Mermaid one. There's definitely <laughs> there's a there's a Tiger LCD game of this podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just, it, it's basically the same thing as the, uh, I, was, I was trying to think of like the, the goofiest, like the Independence Day one, but it's, yeah. it's, it's Paperboy. It's yeah. just Paperboy. Yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, just so many game like Pooh and Tigger's Honey Safari, the yeah. Rumbly Tumbly Adventures, Piglet's Big Game to go with the Piglet movie. Um, you know, it, it, there's there's like there's a metric ton of children's yeah. games for cell phones and Game Boys and Playstations and GameCube and you know PS2 and PS1 and um, like DS had a Japanese game. <laughs> like yeah. and then like and then not counting like the games that Pooh just makes an appearance of that aren't mainline Pooh games. Like yeah, obviously yeah. Kingdom Hearts, but then yeah. also like the magical. What was a 3DS game, the Mickey, Mickey Magical Quest game, or it was? Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty extensive 100 acre wood level that game. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh. We're in the uh, Pooh Cross Tag Battle. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling JG off the air that, uh, I remember seeing Winnie the Pooh as a playable character in, in, a, in, a, in a, a Mugen video. Yeah. 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 People that don't know, Mugen is just sort of this open fighting game where you can just sort of create and put in any character asset you want yeah Yeah, you just put put assets in there and just like okay now you can you can fight as you know joey tribbiani from friends versus winnie the pooh or you know that (laughs) james bond versus my from king of fighters or something it's pretty much runs off the uh, third strikes engine, doesn't it? Or or maybe Marvel 2? Probably. I don't, it's been a while since I've, I never really got into Mugen, so I, yeah. it, I feel like I feel like it's probably like Marvel, <laughs> but yeah, somebody is some, there's gonna be one person that finds this like, oh, those the emails. They, <laughs> they don't know anything! Yeah. Um, Stupid normies! <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> Do you remember when this move, when Winnie the Pooh is like banned from China? <laughs> oh, because he was. Uh, the joke is he resembles like, President G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and you know, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, res- he resembles President Eleven because yeah. it's, I, it's XI. So I was like, he's President Eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This, these, yeah, it's like the Weapon X program. Yep. <laughs> just, yep. keep, just keep making presidents in the lab somewhere, in a Canadian yeah. lab somewhere. <laughs> Heinz, get us a new president. Yeah, like, it's like to the extreme, too. It's like it, Christopher Robin was banned in China simply because the president's feelings were hurt. To be fair, a lot of things are banned in China. Yeah, but they tend to, but they tend to like movies because they make a billion dollars. Yeah, you know, Iron Man two, they they <laughs> comes over there and it's like this is like the highest grossing movie of all time. There's, you know, forty two billion dollars. <laughs> you know, or whatever. You know, it's like that's they did that with Iron Man three, where they filmed extra footage for it for the Chinese release. Because of Mandarin, <laughs> no, but like because like the doctor that does the heart surgery on him, uh, oh okay, is a Chinese doctor, and they like expand upon that part and make him like make it a bigger deal, and there's like a bigger like yeah. Wait, wait a minute, like even though he's clearly like uh, Arab in the first movie. <laughs> Look, shut up. <laughs> okay, 
But yeah. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, and also, uh, so yeah, boy, just so much Winnie the Pooh stuff, and the theme park. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, you have the actual ride. There's many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. which I have a love hate relationship. It's not a great ride. It's kind of it's kind of a cheap dark ride. It's for kid. It's a kid's ride. It's for, It's like I, I I would probably enjoy its existence more if it didn't get rid of the country bears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I genuinely love the country bears, and it being not being there anymore bums me out. Still, like that was most like that was one of my first stops when I went to uh, Disney World for the first time. They still had the country bear jamboree there. And so I was very excited to go see the Country Bear Jamboree again. Like, like I have a bear preference, and it's not you, Winnie. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, yeah, in terms of in the theme park, I would much rather visit Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. My picture taken with him than sit through this, you know, four-minute retelling. of it. But again, it's for kids. Oh, um, man. By the way, if you go to Disneyland, I don't know how it is Disney World, but I can tell you from experience Disneyland, if you want your picture taken with Pooh, you better be, like, be, like, observant yeah because the yeah. poo line is long yes yes very much always it's, it's always like these college age girls who are like really won the poo picture <laughs> one of my one of, one of my favorite pictures of my mom is a picture of her with tigger and it's like she's she's never been particularly one to smile for pictures but there's mm-hmm. a grinning ear to ear picture with Tigger and it is such a great picture. <laughs> so uh folks, there's a chance JJ and I are gonna probably uh hang out at Disneyland in about a month or a half from now. Yeah. I I think it should, we should be our mission to like track down Pooh. <laughs> Just we'll post a post a picture of me and you with a picture with Pooh. Me, me and you and Piglet too. <laughs> yeah. But dressed like college age girls. <laughs> just our sorority hoodies but like really super short shorts <laughs> yes. exactly yeah. but, uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride has a fun little thing where the um, the, the singing uh, busts the, uh, the the mounts, the mounted heads of right. Buff and all of them are still in the ride like <laughs> um, but they're behind you so like you, you won't see them unless you turn around while in the ride and look behind you but they're still there, they're in there as a, to, as a reminder of better days. <laughs> You're not bitter about it. It's okay. No. They closed, they closed the ride before the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much confidence they had in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay, JJ. Uh, It'll be all right. Yeah, you, you just so, you can shake your fist at California Adventure next month. I'm going to shake my... I, I, I'm going to just shake my fist at Michael Eisner. <laughs> Slam him. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> Welcome to Wonderful Disney. We got movies. Just watched a really good. Uh, if anyone wants to watch very, very good uh, like theme park documentaries, there's a YouTube series called The Funk Land. And it's phenomenal. And the season two finale just went up and it is about the sort of failure of Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, it's still there. Hong Kong Disneyland's still there, but like Disney Paris, it had a very bad, like out the gate kind of thing. And it covers a lot of the Michael Eisner, like era of, uh, 
I want it good, but I also want don't want to spend a lot for it. So, yeah. <laughs> so cut as many corners as you can, and you know, it's 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 a really good, really good little documentary series. And, uh, if you cut every corner, <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's there's lots of poo stuff. <laughs> the there's more part. poo that you can shake a stick at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really love um, that Winnie the Pooh is just this thing, this permanent, it is pop culture, but like it hasn't been diluted in any way, shape, or form. No, it is crazy because there's so much of it, and people are like, people still genuinely love Pooh. Yeah, it's well, it's because like there's always a new Pooh for your generation. Yeah. Of, because like, you know, we grew up with many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Right. Um, you know, and there were TV shows and kids were going up on the TV shows and TV shows are perfectly fine children's fair. Just like how Winnie the Pooh is, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is a perfectly fine children's movie. It's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's zero calories. It, yeah. You know, it, it's, it, it's just sweet. It's, it's got a good sort of like heart to it. It's, yeah. you know, it, you know, there's a very vague, you know, the moral of the story is be nice to your friends. Yeah, you know? be nice. Be nice to your friends. Let you know the bygones be bygone. Whatever. It just it, and it has a good sense of community to it. Yeah, and you know and, that's what the TV series were that way. It's like it may not be something that we watched, especially some of the newer ones. But it's not for us. And, no, but that's will, okay. But in like twenty years, when somebody else is doing a podcast about Disney stuff, they will be talking about the, the Disney uh, stuff yeah. we grew up on, like the you know the current more current recent 2000 whatever Winnie the Pooh series and how much yeah. they loved that show growing up as a kid and they'll still love it because nothing changed about it only you have um because all because all the Winnie the Pooh is effectively the same um, like even the sequel that recently came out a handful of years ago though that we're going to cover the 2011 sequel it's still Winnie the Pooh there's it's almost the same movie in a way as many adventures of Winnie the Pooh just different like the stories are different, but the movie itself is exactly the same kind of movie. Okay. And uh, so it's like, there's nothing to dilute because it's just like this concentrated, like sweetness, you know? So it's, what what we liked is different than what somebody else is going to like, but there's always going to be a Winnie the Pooh for a child out there. And it's always going to be your favorite version of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And, and the thing about Pooh, and I think what makes the character and the cartoons so endearing is, it gets it just gets passed down from parents to children. Like, yeah. When I was, you know, when I was first born, and I, I my mom has it somewhere, but I have a little, I had a little wind up Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I mean, I was a baby. I was probably like two or three months old, and it yeah. played the Winnie the Pooh theme, and I would yeah. listen to it at night. I put my head on his chest because I like the sound of the little motor turning, and it played the yeah. ding, 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 ding. And I was, you know, this is probably three years after this movie came out. Yeah. So yeah. it says a lot, you know. And, you know, um, and you know, I like yeah. One of the you know, as a baby, I had the plush Winnie the Pooh from the yeah. movies, and a little plush bear with a red T-shirt on it. Right. It's just yeah. It, it's there's there's a there's a Winnie the Pooh for every generation, and there's always going to be a Winnie the Pooh for yeah. every generation. And whether it be this one, like you know, you, you'll make your kids watch many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And, or, you know, some kids grew up on some of the later TV shows. Some of them are going to have watched the sequel that came out a handful of years ago. You know, like a, the Christopher Robin movie is clearly, uh, 
it's a kids movie, but it's, it's for clearly, us. But it's clearly designed with like you grew up with Winnie the Pooh, so did Christopher Robin grew up this way too. So yeah, like you know, I know some things suck now, but you know, sometimes you have to think about you know what happened, you know where you came from. What's you know think think about the happiness that you had. Yeah. You may you know things may be things may suck right now, but there's always there's always something to, that you can look at. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, even even the Christopher Robin movie, like you know, even though it has a more adult theme and it's more serious, yeah. the nature of Pooh the character doesn't change. It hasn't changed one bit. No. Yeah, yeah. and I, like that movie made me genuinely like laugh a couple of times because there's some yeah. really cute, like you know, simple Winnie the Pooh style jokes. So, you know, that movie, it, it was, it received mis- mixed re- reactions, reception, but um, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. And I highly recommend it. It's on, as we're recording this podcast, Netflix. It's currently on Netflix, but that won't be for much longer since the Disney Plus stuff is coming up and all that stuff. So, yeah, if you don't watch it now, watch it in about yeah. five or six months when it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, like, to, not to date the episode, but we're totally dating the episode. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Um, yeah, love Winnie the Pooh. Always yeah. will. Always have. It's been with, it's probably, it's one of those things where you think about it. It's like, it's probably one of the first pieces of like media I probably. Sure. Was, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like one of the first things that I, like my parents would have played for me or, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because of how, you know, innocent it is. So. Yeah, it, it's like you, you feel safe with your child like sitting down and watching Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Are yeah. you ready to rank it? Are you ready to rank? Oh, yeah. Let's rank this puppy. All right, Nick. We'll start with your list as we always do. Okay. Nick, do you like this more or less than Robin Hood? I do not like it more than Robin Hood. Do you like it more or less than Jungle Book? Less than Jungle Book. More or less than The Sword in the Stone? Less than Sword in the Stone. More or less than Dumbo? I like it more than Dumbo. More than Dumbo. Nick, this is your number four movie now. That's a good spot for it. That's a good spot for it. I agree. Um, let's see. So we'll go to my list. Uh, I So number one on my list. Surprising, Nick, when it happened. But here it Jungle is. Book. Jungle Book. Um, number two is Fantasia. Uh, I do like Fantasia more than Winnie the Pooh. Number three is Cinderella. That seems weird to me. I don't remember. I feel like I missed something there, but I guess. <laughs> but um, Winnie the Pooh is my number three. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of go went in knowing that you would rank this really high. Yeah, no, it's absolutely, um, absolutely one of my. It's probably gonna. It, it's there's a very good chance that it's going to just cling to this top five for, mm-hmm. in, for a very long time. <laughs> we got some, we have a interesting period coming up. A very, very interesting period coming up. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a hit or a miss coming forward. Nothing's going to be as bad as the forties ever again. Mm, I mean, it gets close. It gets close. And, you know, and, and I say that, but um, boy, uh, the 2000s is a dark time. Um, and mm, 
it it's may, maybe tie the forties. We'll see yeah. when we get there. Because there's a couple of those movies I haven't uh, I haven't seen in a very long time. So <laughs> maybe there's a lot of the movies I've never seen ever. So yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, maybe time has been kind to them. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, but that's that's quite a ways away. We just so we just finished number twenty two of the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, next week is an interesting one because this it also came out in the exact same year. Nineteen. This came out in March of nineteen seventy seven, and the next movie came out in June of nineteen seventy seven. So just months away. Uh, it's the Rescuers. Yeah. Um, a uh, classic British novel series <laughs> from the from the sixties, I think. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I think so. They're this, still, so they're still pretty contemporary uh, yeah. when they came out. Also, next week's episode also ties in because the re-release of The Rescuers in nineteen eighty three was released with Mickey's Christmas Carol, which we've already had an episode of on. Very for, uh, episode. It, it, yeah, the Disney Annex, Disney Compendium Annex Number One is a Christmas Carol. It'll uh, it'll be fun next week because I feel like Rescuers gets overlooked quite a bit. Yeah, um, it's like Rescuers and Great Mouse Detective are kind of in that little. Yeah, so yeah. just yeah. just to put it in perspective, here's the our next uh, our next handful of movies. Like mm-hmm. all, we've got the Rescuers this week uh, or next week, Fox and the Hound after that. Black Cauldron after that, Great Mouse Detective after that, and Oliver and Company after that. Yeah. So that's going to round out a um, very specific time in Disney history because, like, we you know how we sort of broke it up. So we broke it up with a uh, from, you know, when we got to the Walt era, end of the Walt era. Um, and so uh, with with that, we took a little break because we sort of feels like, okay, this is the breaking point. This is where things shift. So we we, we took a break out of our typical recording uh, times and did a different episode to sort of break them up. We had a Poppins or Poppins yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah, the Poppins episode. Um, after Oliver and Company is where you go into the next era of Disney stuff. Like AB yeah. 9, 4, 89 forward goes into a completely different era of Disney stuff. Um, so... It's it's interesting. It's it's going to be very interesting once we get to um, Eisner. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's not it's not bad out the gate because um, Eisner Eisner had you know help at this time, and so uh, <coughs> early Eisner stuff was and Disney was good. Yeah. Uh, he knew what he was doing. But eventually he loses uh once Frank Wells dies, uh he sort of loses the plot. <laughs> so, JJ's itching to talk about Katzenberg. Oh, it'll be fun. That'll be yeah. fun. Uh but yeah, so you know Eisner Eisner took over Disney in eighty four. So you know, we're coming up real quick, real right. quick. And, uh, the Black Cauldron will be the first Eisner released, Eisner era released Disney movie. So 
we're only a couple episodes away from this at this point. Yeah. <laughs> which which it's going to be, boy, that's going to be interesting because that movie is nothing if not derisive. <laughs> Very much. Uh, when I started uh, sort of laying the groundwork for this show, I asked people, like, what's your favorite Disney movie? More than one person said Black Cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Wow. It's, it's, it's a weird movie. People that, that, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the like, I thought I knew you, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the catchphrase of this. We'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah. Next week is The Rescuers. Very excited to watch The Rescuers again. It's probably been, it has been that long, but it's been high school. <laughs> it's probably been about that oh, oh god uh, yeah. I'd say good 20 years from me yeah, uh, yeah. probably 15 years for me, so. I've probably seen The Rescuers Down Under more I yeah because yeah. I just think because it came out at a it was a highly publicized release on VHS and I think and you know McDonald's toys and yes things, so. which we'll talk about oh yeah, we oh, yeah. we're getting I, that. we're getting to that a, Perfect era of merch. Merch, yeah. So, rescuers down under for you is like how I am with like Five Uncles West, where I've seen it more time than American Tale. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, that's next week. That's next week about the rescuers next week, and I can't wait. Um, So, enjoy, join us. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. a little more, I don't know, it seems like we tend to talk more when we're happy about stuff. Yeah. This makes us happy, and I tend to lose track of my thoughts because I'm just thinking about Winnie the Pooh stuff, like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, go go watch Smoking the Bandit. Enjoy it. Yeah, so, enjoy yeah. Smoking the Bandit. Uh, I give Smoking Alfred the Bandit four out of five. Alfred Hitchcock's uh, favorite movie, by the way. Does not surprise me in this. Honestly, God, that's a truth. He's his favorite movie ever. I, that's it's. I, I'm just now picturing uh, the numerous <laughs> driving scenes from Vertigo, like where he's like tailing her, uh, <laughs> but you know he's a Trans Am. <laughs> I just imagine like Hitchcock sitting in a theater watching Smoking the Bandit, just crying up. Oh ho 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 ho! Picture, picture Hitchcock singing. He's found it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and because you know he did it. <laughs> movie of all time. Loaded up and trucker. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, next week we'll be talking exclusively about Gator. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, joy our Stroker Stroker Ace Cast. Joker Ace cast will be coming with you every week with another Burt Reynolds classic. Yeah. But uh, I can't wait till we get to uh, Boogie Nights. So. <laughs> well, I mean, we ha- I mean, we're oh, JD, we're still in like the longest yard era. Come on. Now. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's, it's yeah. be a while, but we'll get there. I'm excited. We'll get there. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but but until then. Uh, it, I completely lost track. You completely. Uh, uh, until then, um, keep it eastbound and down. Keep it eastbound and down. Keep, keep, yeah, keep on trucking. Yeah. Uh, loaded up and trucking. And have keep the shiny day. side up. Keep the greasy side down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have a magical day. <laughs> Bye.